Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus. You are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC. John Coleman. Dio, what's popping? Dude, you're popping. You are probably like that one guy who you're clicking this camera on, this camera on. The minute that my audio peaks, you're like reaching over. You're turning down the sound while you're putting your headset on. You're muting your cell phone. And you're popping your collar, making sure your your shirt looks fresh. Yeah, I got us a lot to do, you know? You, you're a talented man, John Thank Coleman. Thank you. Tell my parents that. I, did you see your parents this weekend? Yeah, I did. Every, week, every, every weekend I see them. Shout out. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day or some shit. Happy Father's Day or some shit. Yes. God, what did you get? Did you uh, get you, peace of mind? True <laughs> story. Oh, my. People would have thought you and I prepped. We don't prep. <laughs> no. Like, we, the, the prep is this. Like, JC came in my office he shut the door because he could hear I was on a fiery phone call. And then I hopped off that fiery phone call. I dropped a couple F-bombs. I said, give me five more minutes. I had to call someone else back. I talked to her. We worked through what we had to work through. Then I hung up. Now I'm still fiery. I said, what are we talking about? And he's like, how about this? Said, That's terrible. How about this? I go, I hate that title. And then we finally picked something. Social media, by the way. That's what we're going to talk about the minute I'm done ranting. Yeah. And um, But what we don't do is talk about this. Yeah. This is what makes it fun. Organic. Organic. Yeah. So you just asked me yeah. what I get for Father's Day. Yeah, peace of mind, quiet. True story. Yeah. I got to throw a party. For yourself? Nah. I did like this. Hey, it's summertime. We haven't hung out all together since COVID. It's Father's Day weekend. My wife and kids have to be nice to me. Okay. So we invited like six or eight families from the neighborhood uh, over. Block party. Went out and bought a bunch of hot dogs, hamburgers, and bratwurst. I made my world famous, world famous. smoked fish dip. There you go. That wahoo that you and I caught with Renee Rodriguez shout a few Renee. months ago. Yeah, shout out Renee Rodriguez. Yep. I smoked that up Saturday morning. Right. Made some smoked fish dip. I also had this world class guacamole I made. I made that for the people. Wow. We had so much food. It was ridiculous. We watched college baseball World Series. We watched Stanley Cup. I think people showed up at 4. They left around 10.30. Damn. It was a nice time by by all. That was a like, rager. We we had a good time. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. So, like, my wife turned to me Saturday morning when we, it's like she and I have been cleaning the house like crazy. <laughs> right. She looked at me. It's like 2 o'clock. She goes, you do know this is your gift. I'm like, yep. Yep. 100%. And that six-pack of highlight I'm going to drink is was it? also my gift. So you had to work. You like clean the house too. But I like having people over. I guess that is an intangible. Like yeah, so. it, it was enjoyable. Did you get anything like, you know, a wasteful gift, something physical, like a belt or uh, something? The, my gift was. I know, yeah. But what I else did you get? I got to have a party at my house. Oh. And then yesterday I had to do it all over again because I invited my, my parents over and my sister and my niece. Do it again. And yeah, we celebrated um, Father's Day with them. And my father in law was in town. Damn. So then. Saturday, Sunday morning, we drove up to where he was staying and had breakfast with him. Well, you know what they say, Dustin. If you didn't, if you don't post it on social media, it didn't happen. Um, pretty sure it happened. I am pretty sure I was there. Nope. I have the memories. Social media. If it didn't happen, and it, it wasn't on social media, it didn't happen, Dustin. And that is our segue into today's topic: social media. Let's talk about social media, John Coleman, because okay. it is a topic that people are like, "Hey, you should do something on social media," or like you talked about a particular. Um, listener reached out to you mm -hmm. and asked for your advice and you gave some advice and like, nah, I'm going to go this direction. <laughs> yeah. Which had something to do with social media. Yeah. And I was just in Tampa, Florida, onboarding one of our newest branches. Mm -hmm. Welcome Smitty, John and crew. Mm -hmm. um, and the topic of social media came up with some of their longer, uh, uh, younger originators. It's a topic that I loathe. Yeah. I hate social media. 
loathe it. I, I truly loathe it. Now, I like Facebook. I like knowing that my wife will post mm -hmm. and she'll tag me. I love the memories when they come up. Mm -hmm. I like to get on and scroll through in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee to see what's going on. Yeah. I can even fall down that rabbit hole of reels on Instagram. Yeah, it's good bathroom cannon fodder. Sure. Yes, it is. It is just that. Yeah. Bathroom cannon, cannon fodder. Fodder. Yes, that's all it is. Cannon, like yeah, like cannon fodder is what like uh, I don't know. It's a material. It's a term. Someone in the comments correct me. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. But it's just like useful. It's like wasteful time. It's like whatever. It's yes. like throwaway. Okay, so I would like to spend the next however many minutes we decided to dedicate to this somewhere okay. between twenty five and thirty five. I'm guessing probably fifty five. Now that you said that, probably not. No, probably not because you and I have T Lop coaching oh, today. Mg. Today we're doing the Blitz coaching campaign and it kicks off. Yes. It's a yes, real thing. people, y'all missed it. Like, if you're listening to the episode, it's too late. Yeah. What's not too late is if you're interested in real, full-blown mm -hmm. coaching. The bee's knees. The bee's knees coaching. We are kicking off a fall semester and a spring semester. There's information on the website about this coaching. The website is tloponline.com. Also, if you're into learning, before we get into social media... I have to throw this one out there also. Mm -hmm. We are going to be in Las Vegas for Mastermind 2022. 2022. Yes, it is September. It is at the Palms. It is Stephen Marshall's event and our friends Jungo. Mm -hmm. They are sponsoring our portion. So our portion comes with food because who doesn't like free food? Word. An hour with me and John at the Palms over with beautiful scenery, mm -hmm. right? We have room for like 200 people. Yeah. And Jungo stepped up to the plate and they said, hey, look, don't make those people pay. And T-Lop, you shouldn't have to pay. Yeah. T-Lop, if you'll present, we'll pay. Okay. So Jungo is sponsoring it. If you're looking for a decent, not just decent, Amazing. the same CRM that I use yeah. here at Waterstone Mortgage that 65 of our loan officers use, plus mm -hmm. 65 is just what's under our region. I'm sure there's loan officers like Andy Burton who have been on the show who mm -hmm. also use Jungo. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's the CRM of choice. That, that we use mm -hmm. uh, in my origination firm, mm -hmm. my origination operation. So Jungo stepped up to the plate. So shout out to Jungo. Shout out to Mastermind 2022. It's the Stephen Marshall event. It's in Vegas. It's in September. John and I are going to be there. So if y'all want to hang out with John and I, come join us. Come through. It's one of my favorite mortgage events of the year. And it's the first time it's it's uh, being held since COVID. Yeah. So it's going to be hot it's off the chain. Litty. Good time. Good time. And maybe John and I will roll some dice with you. Maybe. is a fact. We will. It's a fact. We yes. will be at a crap table. Come find us. <laughs> yeah. And please, you better be able to roll twos, threes, 11, and 12s. It is called the horn, and I like to bet it. Horn high, yo. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Back on social media. Yeah. So, I, I was talking about how I loathe social media. Yeah. I mean, I'm on it. I mean, I'm on I, it because you have to be on I, it. I, yeah, you have to be on it. I'm on it because you have to be on it. But I am a firm believer that... It is called the social network, okay? Hence the term networking, hence the term social. It's a place where I can go to connect with people. No different than I can go connect with people at a happy hour. I can go connect with people at a BNI meeting. I can go connect with people at a conference mm -hmm. or a convention. But if I wanna to get to know that person, I need to get belly to belly and face to face. If I wanna build a relationship with them, I need to get belly to belly and face to face. So when I say I loathe it, because I loathe it because I think people uh, misunderstand it. I think most salespeople, entrepreneurs, business operators have this like weird unicorn vision of, yeah, if I can get good at social media, I'll get all this business. Did you see how many views my last video got? 
Okay, cool. Videos don't make the phone ring. Views don't make videos. Yeah, uh, views. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. How many views? Yeah. How many views, views your yeah, video yeah, yeah, got? Yeah. yeah. Views, likes, etc. No, like I, I'd want to know. Well, John, how many people called you? How many people actually bought your product or your service? Because likes and shares and views don't necessarily make the phone ring. So I think that's where like that whole like misconception. I, I was using the term unicorn and why I loathe, you know, when just the generic term of oh social media. Mm-hmm. Okay, in my experience. And my experience is basically this depth. I've been a part of a group, myself and my two business partners, that were able to grow something that did, I'm gonna use revenue, not volume, for my non-mortgage people, that did, uh, let's just guess, somewhere along the lines of $400,000 of net revenue in its first year to $4 million of net revenue annually, right? Like that's a big number. Mm -hmm. Okay, it went from three associates to 143 associates. It went from one office location to 12 branches. Mm -hmm. So whenever I speak, that's where I'm coming from. Like I'm just coming from, and as an originator, I was a top producer, I was a one percenter. Like I I was throwing up 144 units, 164 units before it was a thing. it's where it's coming from. Uh, so, so when I look at social media, I think first and foremost, everyone needs to have their pages. You need to have a business page. You need to have a LinkedIn page. You need to have Instagram. You need to be on there because ultimately, this is how our generation and our clients look us up, right? So for reputation management, you should be there and you should be present and you should be professional but I don't think this is how you're actually going to lead generate. Again, these are patterns. There's always going to be outlying stories. There's always going to be that one guy or that one girl. That's why we talk about them. Mm -hmm. We talk about that one guy or that one girl because they're the anomaly. Mm -hmm. Most of us, this is not the case. So when I'm speaking to the masses, to thousands and not tens, like, you know, hey, these 10 or 15 people do it, do it exceptionally different than everyone else for everyone else. No, I think we need to have a social media presence. I think we need to have our Facebook business page. We need to have a LinkedIn page. We need to be on Instagram. We need to be posting. We need to be social. And I was getting at earlier, we need to be networking. There's nothing wrong with finding your people, following your people, communicating, conversing. But I think you use the that mm-hmm. as your building block to actually ask for the meeting, to right. get face-to-face, to get belly-to-belly. Right. Um, no different than back in the day, I may have gone to a mixer or a social or a happy hour or a, a breakfast networking event because I knew that like-minded people were going to be there. I could check them out. They could check me out. We could smile. We could shake hands. Mm -hmm. But ultimately I knew that that wasn't going to make my phone ring just by going to that happy hour. I wasn't going to necessarily just walk away with three new clients. That happy hour is going to introduce me to people that I could eventually pitch present to, get to know, and then they would buy from me. Mm -hmm. I think we have to use social media for that. I think we also have to use social media for reputation management. I think that, um, you know, that our clients want to see us. They want to know what we're about both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. So if we're sponsoring certain community events, we need to be posting that we're sponsoring for certain community events. Mm -hmm. If we have certain advice to give, I think we should be posting that, or we have certain products or programs Mm -hmm. that we're featuring. I think we need to be posting that. But please know I'm posting that not because it's going to just make my phone ring off the hook. 
I'm almost posting it because I have to. Yeah, right. You know, it's like I have to mm -hmm. have a hurricane preparedness plan. Mm -hmm. I have to have a her uh, tornado preparedness plan. Right. It's just something I have to do when I'm running a business and I and I have physical locations with staff members who work out of out of that physical location. Right. I have to have a backup plan for if the internet goes out. Well, you have to have social media, but don't get it twisted. I don't believe in my experiences in my heart of hearts, and I know I'm going to hurt some feelings right now. You are not going to become uber successful because of your social media. And yes, there are people out there that would be contrary to what I said. Right. Maybe it's Denise Donahue. Maybe it's I follow her, but I can't remember her name. Uh, but she's recommended to me by another listener. I think she's in North Carolina. Right. But then I would even argue, I bet Denise and that lady were top producers before they were ever TikTok that, famous. Everybody seems like newer MLOs. As soon as they get their NMLS, they're all already on Facebook making these videos, pointing to the air, being like, look at the savings. Don't really know how to close a lead, but they're like, look at this, FHA. Because they see other people do it, it appears in the algorithm. So they're like, this is what I must do as well when they just realize they spent the first three days of their week making damn TikTok videos that are going to get like 12 views. Yeah. That, by the way, have a shelf life of what? Jeez, don't get me started. You know, like, like what, what is that shelf life? Because I could have taken that same amount of time. And, and I could have used, by the way, I talk all the time about, oh, pick up the phone and call. Look, if you don't pick up the phone, you want to pick up a keyboard and type? By all means, pick up a keyboard and type. If you want to go on, on Facebook, personal page, friend request, send an instant message or a DM, mm -hmm. introducing yourself, letting them know why you're reaching out, who referred them, mm -hmm. and ask them to meet with you, by all means do that. Ask them to hop on a Zoom meeting with you, by all means do that. I'm not saying don't use the social network to get out and network. I'm actually saying use it to network. Right. But I'm warning you, don't think that that's how you actually close business. <laughs> that's how you network. That's how you get to know people. That's how you follow people. That's how you figure out what they're into. But I don't think that just because you have 5,000 followers and this many clicks and this many views and this many thumbs up and this many comments, that that's going to resonate to actual leads and leads then convert into closings. I think you use it to get out there and network. But I think it's imperative that you also understand that you have to have it. Like those loan officers, I, I don't have it. I'm like, I think you're missing out. I'm thinking there's people who are referred to you. They go and try to find you online. They can't find you online, so they move on. Oh, uh, yep. Uh Yep. It's a placeholder. Mm -hmm. To me, social media is a placeholder. It is. And again, I keep on going back to that analogy of something as boring and mundane as hurricane preparedness or tornado preparedness. Yeah. Like, I got to be, I got to have it. It's not fun. It's not sexy. It's time consuming. Right. But I have to have it. Now, if you really wanted to geek out, someone like John Coleman, and let's use Facebook as an example, John Coleman could teach you the importance of having a Facebook business page. Yes, personal. I'm going to circle back to personal. But a F Facebook business page that looks professional when someone finds it, mm -hmm. and you have a few hundred people that follow it, basically invite your entire <laughs> friend mm -hmm. group from the personal side to like your business, yep. and then try to send it out to all of your past clients so they like it too. But like once you have that built and you're posting daily to the business side of things, you could do things like upload your entire realtor database and you could run targeted ads to just them. I'm talking for like dollars. Yeah. You could upload 
your past client database and run targeted ads to when they're on Facebook, mm -hmm. they see you. You could even upload if you had a decent list of prospects yeah. and run targeted ads. And this is for pennies. And again, you're doing this because it's a way for you to keep your message in front of the people who have already been referred to you, have already talked to you, have already done business with you. They already know you. You're just using it as a way to stay top of mind. Mm -hmm. But you're not necessarily going out and creating brand new business because you had this particular post and it had this many likes right. or this many comments. Right. And I think that's where people get get it um, get it twisted. Right. And like, here's what I do love. Like, there's this lady out of uh, Boise, Idaho. Her name is Gwen Forsey. Look her up. Mm -hmm. F O R S E Y, I believe is mm -hmm, how you spell mm -hmm. Forsey. First name Gwen. To me, she teaches local community experts, such as realtors, mm -hmm. financial advisors, insurance salespeople, mortgage loan originators, how to utilize the power of social media to create a following, right? And, and I like what she does, and she does so primarily through your personal page. Right. And it's, it's a way for you to use the social network to network, but what she teaches, I'm not gonna like give away her secrets. Right. You need to contact her and talk to her about how much she charges for one of her courses and how long her courses are, and I would encourage you to do so. But she'll teach you things like a cadence. Hey, you should post daily, and your cadence should be personal, personal business, personal, personal business, right? It's kind of like a, a one for three, one for two type type right. cadence, meaning please do not hop on whatever social media platform you're using, whether it's Facebook, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, et cetera, and vomit all over your friends. No one likes that. You know, what they like to do is see a picture of you at your pool party with your neighbors. Sure. Then they like to see you at um, Father's Day breakfast with your father-in-law. Yeah. And then on Monday, maybe I it's a picture of me and John podcasting. Right. Am I screaming at them, please check out my podcast. We're already almost at 10,000 subs on YouTube. No, I'm just reminding them that I do a podcast and I have fun doing it with my buddy, John Coleman. Right. And then on maybe Monday, I'm going to post that, um, I don't know, I just had like the best bike ride mm -hmm. since I've been training for my half Ironman. And then on Tuesday, it's something different. On Wednesday, maybe it's a post from me being at the Mortgage Bankers Association annual conference in Orlando, Florida. Right. What am I doing? Reminding them that I'm a professional mortgage lender. Yeah. Right? And then same thing goes for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I come back Monday, and it's a picture of me leaving a closing. You know, like yeah. that. that's to me the power of utilizing social media. Now, Facebook and Instagram are probably the two easiest to do it on. Mm -hmm. You can hop on TikTok all you want. I want you to look up though, on TikTok, what's the average age? Right. What is the average age? I understand Facebook's for boomers. If you're into Facebook, then you're a boomer, right? You're probably somewhere between 40 and six, 70 years old, more than likely for Facebook. Mm -hmm. In my industry, those are people who own homes and are buying homes. Right, yeah. I wanna be on Facebook. Yeah. Instagram, that's older. Right. But even IG is probably closer to like 18 to 40. Right. Well, the average age of a first time home buyer, I'm in the mortgage industry, is 36 years old, hmm. somewhere 33, 36 ish. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. Those folks are on IG, somewhere on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't want to go where I think it's cool. I want to go where, where my audience is. Now, if I want to start grooming, yeah. maybe I'm on TikTok. But I want to understand that. This is the gospel according to Dustin Owen. 
who is a couple years older than a millennial and according to my 14 and 17 year olds borderline boomer <laughs> right but i don't know of all the successful entrepreneur types whether they're dentists whether they sell life insurance whether they're financial advisors whether they're real estate investors whether they're commercial lenders mm -hmm. or mortgage loan originators right those if i look if i think the people that that i know that earn the most money and have the highest net worth that's are kind of the buckets that they're in mm -hmm. when i think of them not one of them would be like yep it's because i dominate social media. i'm on there every day yep i get all my leads from facebook i get all my leads from no. instagram they built their book of business and success in the real world and then showcased it on said internet platform yes or they realize holy crap yeah I have a successful book of business and I need to make sure I'm enhancing it. Right. I need to make sure that I have less leakage. Leakage to me is I work so damn hard to generate these leads. I need to make sure that I build the, the, the toughest, strongest, highest walls around those. So most of them stay with me. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that when John's referred to me by his mom and John's like, yeah, my mom's cool and all, but she doesn't know a whole lot more than I know. And he looks me up that he finds me. And when he finds me, what does he see? Mm -hmm. Oh, what does he see? We didn't even talk about that. Damn. How much of you do you want people to see? I mean, if you're, if, if you're pretty, what's a good word? I hate using the word crazy because crazy is so subjective. <laughs> um, if, if you are um, someone who has these like strong convictions and beliefs about one thing or another, and those mm -hmm. convictions could be polarizing, mm -hmm. do you care to be polarizing? Or are you going to take the, now I'm going to be Switzerland here. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to purposely be Switzerland. Or if you're going to be polarizing, you make that shit private. Hey, look, like you, like my Facebook account, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you friend request me, I'm not going to accept it. That is a promise I made to my wife because my wife is a private person. My wife likes to post pictures of our children who are, who are minors on our Facebook page. If you go to my Facebook page, you probably won't be able to see a whole lot. That's by design. That's why I pimp out LinkedIn. If you want to connect with me, LinkedIn is a phenomenal yeah. way to connect with me because that's for business transactions. Um, you may want to consider that yourself. Not to each is their own. I'm not going to tell you how to run your life. Right. right? There's someone that may say, yeah, but D.O., you know, Zig Ziglar said there's enough people willing to do business the way that I do business. Cool. You know, like if you're a hardcore this, if you're a hardcore liberal, a hardcore conservative, if you're, you really had these strong convictions about certain policies and you don't want to back down from them mm -hmm. and you're fine understanding that, that that may lose you clients, more power to you. Mm -hmm. But if you're in it to help the most people and earn the most money, maybe you consider that when you're posting. Right. But you still need to post. Right. Do you think this is making any sense to people? Yeah, absolutely. Like in general, like do you think there's decent tie downs and takeaways? Yeah, absolutely. I think my, my biggest thing from my experience just being in social media, people just get lost in the sauce. People just get, they get caught up in the views. How many views, how many likes can I get? But that doesn't translate into anything. It's just that endorphin rush of like, oh, I think I'm popular. This is cool. People like me. Social media, because we studied a lot of EA. So that's like we picked on the trends. And then when you get so um, focused on social media, you start creating content not for what you believe in, but what, what you know might elicit a response or reaction. So you're making content for the people, 
um, not necessarily what you might think or do, and then who, who are you really making content for? You're just out there just being led by your community, not really educating them, not really showing them that you're um, a seasoned mortgage professional. You're just out there making, again, TikTok videos, dancing, doing dumb shit, when you really should be out there prospecting and doing more kind of things to make the phone ring. Here's something that's interesting that you taught me. Because I want to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, man, how many views? How many likes? Yeah. And you're like, Dustin, at my previous employer, we could do a video that had 10,000 likes. Mm -hmm. It had 100,000 views. Mm -hmm. But not one person reached out to us. Not one person. And, and you were telling me this sure. one day in, in a positive, like why you were so pro TLOP. Mm -hmm. You're like, Dio, we've had 400 views. We've had 36 likes, but four people have, have reached yeah, out to us. They took time out of their, their day. day. Yeah. And, and you were trying to tell me, people don't do that. People don't do that. You, you could have something free, like make it to the end of the video and it'll be like, enter this code to win something free. It'll, it won't be redeemed because people, you have to think about the uh, retention. People will see a video that that cool TikTok you saw that had 10 million views. How long did you watch it? You didn't because it just popped up in your algorithm, popped up in your feed. You saw for a couple of seconds, oh, what's that? Moved on. Now, if your message in your video doesn't hit into like the 30 second mark, did anyone really watch the message of your video? No, you just got happy because like 30,000 people saw the first four seconds of my video. That, that doesn't really equate to good content. Here's something interesting because I'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. Mm -hmm. If I'm making really good content in my local community mm -hmm. and I'm connecting with a bunch of people utilizing social platforms, I could then have people say yes to me easier mm -hmm. when I call them. Right. But wait a minute, I think I just answered my own contradiction <laughs> because it goes twofold. If I just wanted to rely on the video or the cool meme, mm -hmm. ain't nobody gonna call me. Not enough, at least. <laughs> no. Nobody's a strong word, but very few. Right. So my strategy could be, well, I'm going to become local internet famous so that when I do pick up the phone, more people say yes. Right. So that has to work in tandem, mm -hmm. which probably goes back to what I was trying to say 25 minutes ago, that if you're just relying on social media, you, you, you don't have it figured out. Right. That social media is the whipped cream and the cherries and the sprinkles, but it is not the scoop of vanilla, the scoop of chocolate, nor the scoop of strawberry. Right. And it probably isn't even the bananas, right? Your Sunday may be sprinkled with some social media. And yes, a Sunday could go from good to great based on which toppings you put on it. <laughs> right. Full disclosure. Right. Man, you sprinkle some Heath bar on there with some strawberry syrup. Mm. <laughs> that's your jam. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like that That right there is going to get my attention. Maybe even some white chocolate. Who knows? Right. Um, so you, you, you got to do it. You got to have social media. Right. You, you, you have to have social media accounts. You have to post. Mm -hmm. You have to network. You have to join groups. You have to comment in groups. The amount of time that you dedicate should be no more than how much time would you dedicate going to a happy hour or a B&I meeting or a particular um, conference or convention. Normally, I would tell someone 30 minutes to 60 minutes per day, like consciously, consciously spend 30 to 60 minutes a day on your social media. Do your post, do your comments, send out invites, message people that you want to get to know better, use it as a means to be seen, to make introductions, to invite people into your world and to ask them to meet with you. You must have social media as well for reputation management. Think placeholder. When someone goes to Google me, what do they see? I want them to see professional business oriented pages that promote my product, my service, and my experience. 
But if I'm relying solely on social media as my pure means of lead generating, the odds are forever stacked against me. I firmly believe if you want to lead generate, you get out there and sell the way that sales has worked for hundreds of years, face to face, belly to belly, offering value to your client. That's what you need to do. How you find your clients, how your clients find you, how your clients double, uh, double check in <laughs> on you. Sure. Maybe they're doing that via social media these days by all means, but please know they work in tandem with social media, taking the back seat to the core principles of what it takes to develop business, to create relationships and to bring value to your clients. That I think that is my take. And, and it comes from the, all the questions we answer on a weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. Hey, I'm new to the business. What should I do with my social media? And I said, nothing besides set up your account. But what? No, yeah. if anything, you should be active on your personal page because people do business with people they know, like, and trust. You have 500, 1500, 2500, 5500 quote unquote friends on Facebook or followers on Instagram. What are you doing to engage in them? Are you sending them DMs, right? Are you mm -hmm. on Messenger? Are you connecting? Are you asking them how they're doing? Yeah. Right? Are you commenting on their posts? I think that's a great point that you brought up because a lot of people just out there just posting shit and they really don't engage with the community. They just post, 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 and they're not proactive, like you said. How many times have you gone on social media and just sent a message or a DM without asking, just saying how you're doing? That's a really good point you brought up. Ready? Well, think about this. If I showed up to a networking event after hours and I just showed up, like what value do I get? Now, if I walked around and introduced myself, maybe I put my name tag on, same thing applies to social media. How about what if I showed up to that same networking happy hour event and I stank and my clothes didn't match? How many people are going to want to engage in me? Right. Okay. Well, when I go to your Facebook page and it's polarizing or it's empty, right. then, then how engaged do I want to be? There's no pictures of you, no pictures of your family. Yeah. I can't figure out who you are, what you are and what you're into. Yeah. But call me today. I'll give you a free pre what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> So like the, those same core principles apply, mm -hmm. but I would hate for someone to launch a business and think that they're going to be uber successful if they just happen to launch a social media page, right. like, you know, whether it's LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, what have you. Very rarely does someone like start posting on social media. It goes viral and they're like, oh, I, I, I found that when I talk about mortgages, I become people like it. So therefore I'm then going to become a mortgage loan originator. That's like putting the cart before the horse. You need to be a good LO first, in my opinion, and then migrate that to social media, in my opinion. I would 100% agree with you, John. And I'm happy that we sat down and did this episode. Mm -hmm. um, and this this stemmed from requests on social media, which I think we did one years and years ago. Yeah, By the way, years and years, yeah. it can only be two. <laughs> like, we've only been at this game for two years. Right. But I think early on, we did one that was called Social Media FTW, yeah, yeah. which stands for? For the win. Correct. It stands for <laughs> for the win. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it... it, it, it I don't think a whole lot changed since that episode. Obviously, our delivery probably changed, and maybe right. some of the examples we gave. Mm -hmm. But I hope anyone who listened in today and made it this far, A, you weren't turned off too much, and B, you learned something. It put things in perspective. Mm -hmm. And I want to leave people with this, because I never want someone to think that I'm, I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying, in general, the patterns, the successes that I've studied, that I've witnessed, that I've been a part of, 
This is the world according to John Coleman and Dustin Owen. I do believe in social media. I do believe it is a great way. Like I have oh, a client, yeah. I have a, um, a, a, a listener of the show. He was like, hey man, I hate cold calling realtors, but I have so much success hitting them up on Facebook and Instagram. And I was like, high freaking five. Right. Yes, I don't, you don't have to call them to schedule meetings. You can hit them up on, on DMs and Messenger. Right. Do that all day long. But, you know, please know you still have to get face-to-face, belly-to-belly. You still, like, how you get to meeting doesn't matter to me. Um, but mm-hmm. just understand social media is something you two should loathe. It is something that you two should recognize. You got to have it. You got to work it. You got to dedicate 30 to 60 minutes a day, Monday through Friday, to managing your pages, to networking and connecting, mm-hmm. liking and commenting. But it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. Cool. Hey, do this. We have a lot going on, John and I do, right? We have the event in September, Mastermind, mm-hmm. 2022. Look it up if you haven't done so, register. Right. Say thank you to Jungo because they're going to make that lunch event that you and I are speaking at that much more awesome Word. when it's free lunch. Check out tloponline.com. If you have questions or comments, please reach out to us. I'm easily access- accessible still. On LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. John Coleman can be found on Google. Just Google him. John Coleman. He's good, very easy to good find. Good luck. We have Instagram and Facebook ourselves. Yeah, yeah we have social media too. We, we have social media too. The website has everything you need. TLOPonline.com. Check us out. That's all the time we have for you today. But we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.